0: some interesting news came out that suggests that the newest priests in the church are not exactly thrilled with Francis and actually they possess the Catholic faith. That's something worth going over because it gives us insight into the rage that Francis has towards traditional Catholics. Between young people being drawn to the traditional faith and live in life and devotions, and the increasing number of Orthodox Catholic priests, we can understand why Francis and the Modernists seem so concerned about the state of things. Their project that was unleashed at Vatican II is falling apart. What comes after that finally comes to pass is really anyone's guess, but for now, we know that the youngest members of the clergy are not only more Orthodox than their elders, but they're, shall we say, more morally grounded in accordance with their state in life than their elders seem to be, too. Let's dive into this story. Sometimes for stories, it's good to check in with Francis and see what he has said on something. Usually I do this with something contemporary that he said, but this time we have to hop into our wayback machine. In 2017, Francis was addressing the Congregation for the Clergy, which oversees the clergy, as its name might imply, including the formation of young priests. Here Francis said some generally positive things. Quote, I am always joyful when I meet young priests, because in them I see the love of the Church, the Pope said on June 1, 2017. Speaking directly to young priests, Francis said, You are chosen. You are dear to the Lord. God looks at you with the tenderness of a father, and after making your heart fall in love, will not let your steps waver. "'You are important in his eyes, and he has confidence that you will be at the height of the mission to which you have been called,' he said, stressing that it's important for young priests to find pastors and bishops who encourage them in this perspective, and not only wait for them because there is need for a replacement and to fill empty places. In reflecting on the fascinating and demanding aspects of this path, the Pope said he immediately thought of young priests, who live the joy of the beginning of ministry and, together, feel the weight. A young priest, he said, lives between the enthusiasm of the first projects and the anxiety of apostolic fatigue, in which they immerse themselves with a certain fear, which is a sign of wisdom. End quote. I could go on, but I think you get the idea. And Nothing he said there is really wrong, and I won't argue with his generally nice words he had to say about young clergy. Young priests are the hope for the church, especially considering what I have to tell you now. You see, I doubt Francis would still feel that way. We've heard over the intervening four years since that story broke that the powers that be in Rome are concerned about the rigid attitudes of young priests and seminarians. Francis has said numerous things on this, not so much contradicting himself, but possibly changing his mind about young priests because the attitude of young priests towards the faith has changed over the years. Headline from Gloria TV, The younger the priests, the more they are critical of Francis's Vatican II backwardsness. We've all heard stories about young priests and seminarians who are much more oriented towards sacred tradition and traditional Catholicism than their peers are. I've heard this across the board. Young FSSP priests and seminarians are more friendly towards the SSPX than their elders ever were. Young diocesan seminarians want to learn the traditional liturgy, and they quietly read the writings of traditional theologians. And even Jesuit seminaries have traditionally-minded young men in their ranks now. It's certainly not all sunshine and rosens, and I do not mean to imply in the slightest that the church is heading into the right direction, finally, after all these years of modernist silliness, but there are signs that the turnaround is closer than anyone thinks, and Francis and his modernist hirelings are certainly aware of this, which is why they acted to suppress the Latin mass and why the rumors of the coming closure of traditional seminaries continue to grow with every passing day. But let's take a look at the story from Gloria TV. Now, I have to be pretty careful here, so I'm going to have to play with the language the author used here because of the sensibilities of our lovely and totally fair hosts, but I think you're going to get what I'm saying here. Quote, A 2021 survey of the Austin Institute for the Study of Family and Culture queried U.S. priests on issues including the Moloch issue, the James Martin topic, and their, meaning the priest's, approval of Francis. The result? The younger the priest, the more likely they affirm Catholic positions. 90% of priests ordained after 2010 said that the Moloch procedure is always a sin, compared to just 56% of those ordained prior to 1980, the generation of Francis who was ordained in 1969. 89% of priests ordained after 2010 said James Martin activities are always sinful, compared to 34% of those pre-1980. The numbers are similar concerning other 6th and 9th commandment positions. The priests were also asked about possible personal violations and inclinations against their clerical state. Around 21% of those ordained prior to 1981 said they identify as being like Pastor Jimmy Martin, or as somewhere in between but more on the James Martin side of things, compared to 5% of the priests ordained after 2000. The percentage of folks like this in society is below 1%. Francis' approval rate is low among young priests. Only 20% ordained in 2010 or later strongly approve of Francis compared to 80% of those ordained before 1980. The survey's charts in English below. End quote. And here it comes with a nice lovely chart that is making the rounds online. Several, actually, but we're just going to focus on the Approval of Francis chart. Now, I'm not one that thinks the clergy needs to approve of the job the Pope is doing. Far from it, actually. Under what we can call historically normal circumstances, they should be expected to fall in line behind the pontiff. If we had a mediocre Pope who taught the faith and didn't try to change anything, but was otherwise a forgettable forgettable pontiff in the grand history of the Church, that is exactly what I would expect of the clergy to fall in line, and not to announce even anonymously what they think of the pontiff. But we don't live in that kind of time. We live in an extraordinary time, when priests and bishops are expected to take extraordinary stances in defense of the Catholic faith. So look at the chart here. The youngest priests, those ordained after 2010, only approved to some degree of the performance of Francis in the duties people believe he has by about 50%. That's half of them. That's extraordinary. This isn't like a secular office where questioning decisions is more than routine. This is something else entirely. We're talking about a man who is thought to hold an office that is sacred, one instituted by Christ, and that people should be able to see Christ in the person who holds that office. He is supposed to speak for Christ, which is the core of the problem in our times, since Francis associates himself with those who embody the spirit of Antichrist on a pretty routine basis. The lack of approval from the priests is neither is never really explained, but I'm going to hazard a guess here. We're seeing an apostasy in the church. Perhaps it's the precursor to the great apostasy that has been foretold in sacred scripture. Now, I doubt we're at the big event described in the Bible yet, though I'm certain some hearing this will disagree with that statement, and that's fine. But we're heading towards it at the very least, and that begs a question. What will the bishops do about it? Probably nothing. But things are not exactly great in the church right now. This sets the stage for an important point of discussion. The Pillar, a new Catholic media outlet, conducted a research survey of the religiosity of Americans. Here is what they found. American Catholics are shrinking in number. A couple of days ago, I published a piece from a priest who asked what the U.S. bishops were going to focus on in the synodal process in America, and he challenged them overtly to focus on the faith instead of managerial concerns. Here's a good example of why. From the Pillar uh, Catholic piece, quote, America's religious fluidity offers helpful context for assessing Catholicism. While 28% of people raised Catholic now claim some other religion, that level of disaffiliation is fairly average. Indeed, 29% of those who describe their upbringing as Christian other also left that faith. But while Catholicism has typical American attrition rates, it has below average conversion rates. In fact, our elder brothers have more than twice as many converts as Catholicism in America probably surprising to some readers since that error is often seen as one tied to the flesh. In the Pillar survey, 32% of respondents were raised Catholic, but only 24% still consider themselves members of the church. A similar percentage of those raised Christian Other left the faith of their upbringing, but 36% of those who described themselves as Christian Other grew up in other faiths, including 16% who grew up as Catholics. Only 7% of those who describe themselves as Catholic grew up in some other faith. End quote. Those are disastrous markers for Catholicism in America, and quite frankly, compared to other countries in the West, they're pretty good numbers. Things have gotten that bad in the church in our time. The project of the church embracing the world and accompanying it since the council has been disastrous. Any private entity would have pulled the plug on an operation like this decades ago, but the modernists in Rome are convinced that their project is going to work out. But of course it won't because of an old Catholic principle. Error has no rights. In this case, error has no right to even thrive. And what we're talking about here is the error of modernism. It has no right to thrive. The longer the church is in the grips of modernism, the longer that this is going to continue. Which brings me back to this. Those younger priests have as a group the faith They possess the Catholic faith by a miracle of God, divine intervention if there has ever been any in our lifetimes. They have the faith despite being born into the modernist heresy as a group. We're not talking about individual priests here. It's a sign, though, of God's grace and gift to his church, a sign that he will not abandon us as he promised. I could go on with some more examples. The FSSP and the SSPX both reported near-record enrollment in their seminaries. I've met some FSSP seminarians, and they are solid young men who possess the faith. The modernists know this, and they are not pleased in the slightest. So please pray for these seminarians, and pray for these young priests, that they may endure in the faith. They need your support, especially in these increasingly strange times. What do you think of this, though? Some good news for once, younger priests being more rigid and neo-neo-pharisaical than ever before. Hopefully this means they are pursuing sanctity and engaging in acts of reparation, as well as just being not pleased with Francis. We need holy priests, and we need holy laity. And to that end, I want to tell you that as a preview for the weekend, I have something on how to make a holy advent, how to keep a traditional Catholic advent. So watch for that this coming Saturday. Until then, let me know what you thought of this story in the comments, please and like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As always, please pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.